This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Welcome back to the DTC pod, everybody. I'm your host, Jay, and today we're going to be going through native deodorants growth story a little bit. Just a quick little episode for you. You might have done some research and, and heard of Native or or heard about their growth story and things like that, but I thought it'd be fun to, to dive into their story really quickly and hit on a couple of key points that I think were interesting in the growth. So if you're not familiar with Native deodorant, they're probably most famous for the fact that they went from zero to selling for $100 million in two and a half years to Procter & Gamble, which is pretty crazy. Something else that was pretty crazy is they had 50% retention. So 50% of their customers were repurchasers. And we'll dive into how that happened as well. And, you know, this company was also profitable on their first purchase. So just some really interesting things at play and, and some cool stuff that I learned while researching this topic. So I wanted to go ahead and, and share it out with everyone over here. So a couple of key things that kind of have been big drivers for Native, and we'll dive into some of these as well, is, you know, the brand was built really frugally. So Moise Ali, who's the founder, really focused on, you know, didn't have really a big team, was very focused on having profitable purchases and and all of that stuff and just being really lean as a team. They said no to a lot of stuff as well, which we'll get into. But yeah, that was a big part of it. And they didn't really have that big of a marketing budget. And so a lot of the stuff that they worked on was acquiring through brand awareness, word of mouth, customer service was also a really big driver for the business. And I think this point is really important as well, having a really good focus. So this is something that Native really focused on. So they were selling deodorant and they really didn't at the beginning go into categories outside their main interest before getting really good at what they were doing, which is making good deodorant. So, you know, they didn't, they didn't want to expand their product line. They didn't want to expand into other places. Um, And I think it's really important to focus on nailing that hero product and getting it right. Uh, Maybe some variations outside of that as well, but, you know, nail down that product and provide a really good experience and a really good product that people are going to repurchase from before you think about expanding your line as well. And this is something that we've had a similar podcast on with Yellow Beauty that we had brought on actually And they talked about curating meaningful hero products as well. So definitely check out that podcast episode. You know, Native really had a strong value prop as well. Their value prop was deodorant that isn't a chemistry experiment. I thought that's really clear and and to the point. And it really builds a big reaction from anyone that's hearing that. And, you know, with that said, even though their tagline was isn't a chemistry experience, they were constantly working on improving their deodorants, um, you know, they're very focused on uh, not having weird ingredients that some deodorants have. And, uh, you know, Moyes would launch or stop products based on how people would react to it. And he was constantly, you know, changing the formula, adding or removing ingredients until people really love native deodorants. Um, you know, just to give you an example of how quickly they were moving over here in December 2016, Native was at version 24 of the product, which was 24 versions in about a year and a half, which is pretty crazy over there. Um, And that doesn't even include the hundreds of versions that didn't hit the market. And going back to my point earlier about, you know, really focusing and and not 
letting your focus stray. One thing that Native said no to was getting stocked in retail stores. Moyes didn't really want to do that early on because he didn't want to break the feedback loop that they had. They had a really good feedback loop that was allowing them to collect the information they needed to keep improving the product. And they kind of stuck towards that. Um, And I think uh, Moyes also realized that there would have been a lot of strain on the business by expanding. And, you know, growth is really important for any direct-to-consumer, e-commerce brand, really any business. But it's really important to have sustainable growth. You know, sometimes businesses die from not having enough customers. And sometimes businesses die from having way too many customers at once. So it's really important to manage that growth. You know, if you don't have the resources to be able to keep up with that growth, take a look and see what you can do to kind of control some of that growth. Are you interested in DTC and e-commerce content? Join Trend's exclusive community for everything DTC, the DTCers community. We're talking marketing, product, growth, and more all about DTC. Go to trend.io slash podcast. That's T-R-E-N-D io slash podcast and look for the slack community link to claim your invite we hope to see you on there so let's talk about retention a little bit because i thought this piece was really important over here especially on feedback you know native did such a great job in creating retention i mean 50 percent of customers repurchasing is just absolutely crazy and they didn't always start that way you know moist said that retention started about 20 to 22%, but he really emailed every single customer for the first two years of the business. And the the call to action was, you bought native deodorant, let us know what you think about it. If you love it, leave us a review. If you don't, reply to the email and tell us what you don't like and, and we'll try and fix it. And you know that was really a big driver of their growth was working and refining the product, uh, kind of product-like growth over there, really getting the product right so that way customers would just absolutely love the product. And some of the other stuff that they did was, you know, they'd send out samples to customers to get feedback to improve the formula as well. Feedback is such an important thing. And Moyes was a great, great leader for doing a good job with customer feedback. And he would even communicate with unhappy customers to kind of understand their dissatisfaction with the product They did a lot of tracking as well. Um, You know, they really paid attention to where their revenue was coming from, what was the most profitable channel, you know, especially not spending a lot on marketing budget. Uh, You really have to focus on it, on where are you getting the most money from per time spent, per dollar spent, and how can you really double down and and grow and scale that channel? And so, like I said, uh, Moyes and his team at Native, they didn't do some things. They said no to some things. And I think that's really important as well. You don't have to go out to every single channel where you think you need to sell. Sometimes it just takes really being focused on a few areas for you to be able to scale your business. And, you know, they really had a deep customer understanding as well. Things like figuring out which scent drives the most repeat purchases, what day is best for sending out emails for natives, specific audience, how often people need to buy the product. I think that's a really big one, especially if you're doing anything with a subscription-based business. Figure out when that kind of point is to when people run out. When do most people run out, right? When do your top 20% of users run out of your product? And I think it's important to understand those things and how you can drive even more usage, um, you know, providing instructions on on how to use the product, when to use the product. Those things can be really helpful. 
So that's kind of a little bit about Native's growth story. They sold for $100 million, which is crazy. Just wrapping up over here, some of the big points to really hit on from this growth story is standing out from the crowd with a bold message, really understanding your customers, and building your business in a way that builds repeatable business. Uh, I think that's a big part of it as well. Well, hopefully you found uh, this growth story a little bit valuable. I'm going to link some other resources as well that I used in my research to learn a little bit more about Native. And who knows, maybe we'll have Moise on the podcast one day as well. But hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the DTC pod. If you did, feel free to drop us a quick rating and subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you next time.